Welcome into episode 17 of the Greatest People You've Never Met podcast. Today's guest, uh, I'm super excited to have on uh, the the artist of the theme song of the pod. So the pod's favorite artist, uh, Mr. Riss Parker, kind enough to join us here today. Thank you so much, brother, for taking time out of your life to join us. Hey, hey, man. Ben, I appreciate you guys having me today. Um, super excited. We finally get to sit down and just chop it up as boys, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first off, I just want to say thank you so much for letting me use Cold Spam as the intro to the pod. I mean, that was... When I started this, um, that was the biggest win, dude. When I sent you that DM on, and then I emailed Kenny and you both were like, yep. And then he emailed me the MP3 and I was like, yeah, this is, we're, we're good to go. I mean, that was a huge win for me. Man, for us too, it's just like, it's, it's a hundred percent love when anybody reaches out and wants to use, you know, something that we've created or an idea that we've put together, um, you know, whether it's for pay or not for pay, I'm super thankful that people even, one, have found my music, and two, enjoy it the way that I do, because that's really what we did it for. We we make it because it makes us feel good, and so if we can feel, or if we can share that feeling with other people, bro, it's it's unmatched. So I appreciate you reaching out and uh, letting me be a part of the pod. I get to be a part of every podcast. That's just tight. You do, yeah. <laughs> you're, you, you open every show, so appreciate that. Um, so uh, just for everybody listening, wherever they may be, uh, just give us a little intro to you. Who is who is Riss? Oh, 100%. So uh, I grew up in South Dakota, um, <clears throat> went to high school out there. Had a blast. Um, was super fortunate enough to get a college scholarship to go play sports. Um, so I played football at the University of Montana. Uh, and then after I graduated from school, uh, moved back home and kind of was like, you know, what do I want to do with my life? Just about every single other person that, you know, graduates out of school is like, oh, I'm for sure going to have a job and all of this shit's going to be gravy, um, which obviously we all know is not true. And that shit's not yeah. how it goes once you get out of school. Um, but so I was like, oh, let me see, you know, where, where I have interests at. And I've always been super interested in music and real estate. And so I was like, well, I'm gonna start making music on my own. Um, just cause it's something that I'm super passionate about, but I was like, I also need something to pay the fucking bills. And so right. I was like, let me get my real estate license. Uh, and so right out of school, I started selling houses and just making music. Um, and I've been super fortunate to, uh, meet some people and run into avenues that I didn't think were possible. And so over the past couple of years, I've just been super fortunate to make, make some great connections to where people are helping me out with my music. Uh, business is growing and I'm just, I'm just at a point in my life where it's like, I, I really feel like anything's possible um, just because of, I, I made a concerted effort to just like follow the shit that I believed in um, regardless of knowing like, Hey, what the destination is going to be. Uh, I know that like I love making music. I know that I love being a part of um, like an emotional connection to people. Um, and I know that art is a great way to kind of break down barriers in between people. Um, and so being able to produce and create music that, you know, everybody can enjoy uh, is something that I've always really looked forward to. And so I've just been over the past couple of years, really diving into like what what my uh, what my talents could possibly be and like what avenue I could really uh, excel most in, uh, and it's just been a blast, honestly. Like, you know, you you never know. They always say like, oh, it's all about the journey. It's not about the destination. You know, um, for me, that's been super. That's been super true because like, you know, everybody's like, oh, I'm gonna make it. It's a hit song. It's gonna go Billboard top right. hundred and we're gonna make millions off of streams. Like that's everybody's goal, right? But um for me, obviously, you know, my music's gotten really great traction. Um, people have shared it all over the world. And so that's just like another reminder of like, yo, anything is really possible if you just like you have a game plan and you just you just stick to it and, and follow it and not knowing where it's gonna lead you, but like you have an opportunity to do something special. And um that's something that I've always been super intrigued by is just like you know, any anybody, any given day could really make some a, a classic work of art and share it with the world. And you, your life can change completely, um, whether it's, you know, the song blows up or somebody hears the song and reaches out to you and you become good friends or 
even like how you and I met, you know, right. like a friend of a friend connecting with each other. Um, I think that's what it's all about. So I'm, I'm just super thankful to be in a position where, you know, I can share a little bit about who I am and a little bit about the things that um, I'm really interested in and, and care about uh, and meet people who have similar likes and, and uh, passions. So I just been really, I just been really, uh, I'm not going to call it lucky because I put the hard work in, but I just been really fortunate to be around other like-minded individuals who are all about, you know, um, building a physical and emotional connection with other human beings and then just spreading that love and positivity. Um, it's, it's really a great opportunity to just meet people and, and enjoy life together. And so that's, that's really what I'm all about. I mean, I know that was kind of a little bit more ramble than just like, who am I? But you know, that, that is who I am, bro. Right. No, I appreciate it. And I uh, really love the message. Cause that's what, I mean, you know, when I started the podcast, that's what I wanted to do. I've always been able to talk to people and I enjoyed talking to people and meeting new people. And then I felt like for myself, it was to, you know, give people advice you're, you're you know, fi- help somebody find a way to go after their things. Right. And so for right. you to sit there and say, you know, you wanted to find what you were passionate about. So many people, especially our age, don't do that. You know, I'm sure, you know, a ton of guys, whether that you played with or people from back home that just fall into shitty jobs and ruts and then they complain right. forever. Right. And so, exactly. uh, I love that message from you and I want to tap into that. And part of this whole thing is like, I'm sure there's somebody somewhere that, does have a passion for music or anything, but I would just kind of want to get into like the full wide circle of, of risk. So, uh, first things first, your, your first name is actually Christopher. So where did risk come from? It's actually funny. So, um, the, the, the homies, I've, I've always been super interested in cooking foods. Like I, I've always wanted to be a chef for like, I'm the guy whenever the group is together that like, you know, I'll be in charge of cooking shit. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm nice. I'm nice in the kitchen. And so, um, my homies actually back in the day, they used to always just call me risk. Cause I'm, cause I'm in the kitchen chefing. Yeah. Know, with the yeah. Wrist. Okay. So that's kind of how it all started. You know, shout out to David Potrat, shout out to Marshall Murphy. Uh, they were the ones who coined it. I'm not going to say one of them did it before the other, but, but they were for sure the first people that I can remember ever calling me risk. Um, but it just kind of stuck, you know, and I was like, oh, that's, that's a tight ass nickname. I'm going to, I'm going to run with that. Uh, and it's, and it's, it's been something that I've actually been super thankful for because, you know, most people, they give themselves a nickname (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Call me big Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not going to call you that. But so I just been super fortunate to have like creative friends in my life who came up with something that really stuck and I just ran with it because it, it does, it does kind of fully in circle you know you, you do all your work with the hands but you can't do nothing without the wrist yeah <laughs> so no i was like oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna keep that moving but it's just it's just a funny coincidence that ended up really sticking yeah no i love it um so you first yeah uh, when did you first start like making music because obviously like your first song came out mm-hmm. in 2019 right that's like your first true release yeah. song um yeah so how long have you, I mean, has it been something, you know, like when I was playing football at Dakota Wesley and Mitchell, uh, there was a kid, Boogie Blossom, dude. He would just record raps on his on his Mac. And then mm-hmm. Boogie, he's from uh, Chula, California, so it's a little suburb of, of San Diego. But then he would put it on, like, SoundCloud and stuff when he went back home. But So is it something that you've always done, or is it just something that you started to get into around that time? Yeah, no. So um, we can, we can honestly take it back super far. So my brother, um, my brother and his wife, they moved out to Los Angeles when I was like uh, 10, 12 years old. Okay. And uh, my brother's wife, uh, wonderful artist, Seda K, uh, K Music, look her up. She's, she's amazing. But um, so my brother managed her. And so they were out here and just making connections for as long as I can remember, but like way back in the day, me and my brother used to, uh, we actually, you remember how like on MySpace you could, you could start like music pages. Oh yeah. Me and my brother were like, Oh, we're going to start our own music page. And (laughs) we actually called it big D records (laughs) (laughs) still on, it's still on MySpace to this day. If you want to go take a look, we got some raw ass songs on there. I'm probably going to actually redrop, redrop one of the songs and uh let people hear it because i was like 10 years old rapping about all kinds of naughty shit but i was like this is (laughs) hilarious but um the the, so the first time i really ever recorded music my brother and i were just messing around you know like 10 years old and then he's just like yo say this or and then i would write some stuff down and it was like 
super raunchy lyrics for a 10 year old to be speaking sure. of. but but it was super it was super fun to me and so that's when when the first time i was kind of like you know get the creative juices of like making something out of nothing um but then when i went to when, when i went to college i had a couple of friends who um produced music as well did all kinds of different stuff um a real good buddy of mine uh actually jamal jones he was uh he was producing all through all through college and we would just like rap on beats or um do 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 random stuff you know we would sit and have like smoke sessions and homie would be like yo you you can't smoke unless you rap like <laughs> you can't you can't hit this unless you rap and so um our, our quarterback at the time Trent McKinney he actually was like you can't you can't smoke unless you rap and so we he like forced us to freestyle and I was like oh I'm not I'm not bad at all like I kind of I kind of got some flow so yeah we would just spend hours you know hanging out with the homies um rapping coming up with stuff always been super passionate about music but i've never like taken the initiative to you know learn how to do it all on my own right uh and then once i finally got out of college um you know had some free downtime i went out and visited my brother in la um and we went to um the studio that i actually ended up recording uh never seen at and um the group group from the 80s 90s um tony tone tone like uh, Raphael Sadiq, this is his, this is his recording studio. And so the first time I ever go to the studio, like he's there and Smokey Robinson is there, like a bunch of OGs in the game. And I'm just like, wow, like all these people connecting, like having a good time, just like over just making music, like all these people, you know, from different places in the world, but they all came together because they have this one commonality. Like they're right. all really, really, really passionate about making music. And I was like, wow, that's, this is a fun circle to be around. And so my brother was like, bro, you, you're musically inclined, like fucking let's do this. And so we got together with a couple of uh, friends of ours and um, there's a real, real talented dude named Brian Kennedy. Uh, he's a producer. He's been in LA, worked with all the top names you could ever think of, you know, Rascal Flatts. He actually produced um, Disturbia, the, the track by uh, Rihanna. Really? So that, so that was like one of his first major breakout hits. And um, he's from Kansas City as well as um, my brother. And so that's kind of how they connected. And he was just like, oh, let me, I'll help you guys out. And so he like, put a beat together and was like phonically helping me find sounds and like doing writing and whatnot. And so that's, that's how never seen came about. Like Brian and my brother and, and I collab in another really talented uh, gentleman named Scott, um, <clears throat> Scott Welsh. And I was just like, yo, this is something that I could really, I could really get into. Cause like, you know, I don't have any experience whatsoever, but like this, this first track really came not to say easy, but it was like, oh, this is natural. Like right. being in the booth, being in the studio, like coming up with ideas, being creative, just like spitball. And I'm like, wow, this is this is a lot of fun. This is something I could really I could really get passionate about. And you know, at the time when when you get done with school and you're like, all right, I'm not going to the NFL, you yeah. know, because it's like that <clears throat> for me was a major. Like I'm gonna say, ninety percent of my headspace was covered by like, oh, I'm going to the league. Like that's all that's all my passion is. That's my only hobby. Like that's, that's, that's all I want to do. Uh, and then, then when you, when you realize, okay, that's, that might not happen. Like I have to have some other hobbies or I'm just kind of going to go into this black hole of thinking about how I didn't accomplish my goals and right. my dreams. Right. And so for me, music was a great way to find another passion that was, that was, um, creative and a good use of my energy. Um, and so it, it just kind of worked for me. It felt natural to be like, yo, this is, this is something that I really want to do. Uh, and then, so over the past couple of years, I've just spent more and more time, like really diving into writing and like storytelling through lyrics and like coming up with things that I think are, um, not only creative, but just like fun. Like, yeah, that's, that's the real, the real driving factor for me behind it is like, you remember, um, What's the track? Uh, Caroline. It's by Outcast. Outcast, yeah. Roses. Roses, yeah, yeah. That's the one. I, I I remember I was probably like twelve, fifteen when I first seen that music video for the first time. But I was like, this is so much fun. Like, yeah, what they're what they're doing. Like, because of course it's just a music video, but like they got to do all of this fun stuff. And I was like, it'd be so cool to like put together a work of art that gives me the opportunity to make a movie with it. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, and so when we put together Never Seen, and I was like, oh, this is like, this is phonically really good. Like, this sounds 
it's it's crispy in, mm-hmm. in a sense. And I was like, we should do we should do some visuals to this. And so we hired somebody to do um, the music video and first music video we ever did. You know, we came out of pocket. We paid for everything on our own. Um, and so it was like my first big investment that I had ever made. You know, coming for something that I believed in, uh, right. other than like investing my time into things. Um, so I spent like like eight ten thousand dollars figuring out like you know getting models and a producer and a, all of the above right for the for the video um and it came out great like we ended up putting it out on youtube and it's got hundreds of thousands of views and i was like oh shit like this is the first first one i've ever done like yeah. it's busting it's busting like this like shit we should uh we should definitely do some more of this shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but um and so that's that's just kind of how it all started bro and it was it and it it's slowly but surely progressed into something that I could really see myself, you know, really being full time at and just like, yo, I love I love creating stories and like right. telling telling tales and coming up with clever stuff and just like it's a big part of uh, it's a big part of who I am in general. Like yeah, I like talking shit, so it's easy for me to come up with clever things to say. Um and I was like, what better way to like share who I am than um putting it into into songs and, and visuals and stuff like that and so just through time man i've been i've been dedicating as much as possible to this craft because it's 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 something that i just think is so much fun and and it has so much potential as far as like creatively for sure and that's it i mean that's the only way to live life i mean that's the thing i love about 2022 and doing this pod is the people that i've had on is that i mean they've all turned a passion into a career right and that's Mm -hmm. that there is there is no better use of a life than that i feel and so uh, i mean that's that's awesome to hear from you and before we dive back because i have questions off that i do want to plug questions and the cold spam music videos those are i mean those are great dude i mean have to right i love it what's so tight too is that we um like i directed i directed both the music videos and did it all like, you know, obviously I had someone who's a lot more talented behind the camera. Um, so he knows how to get the shots and stuff, but like visually I had, I had this write up in my head of like how I wanted things to look and how I wanted to see things and like come to fruition in real life. And mm-hmm. so when the, literally like the first time you have an idea and it's, it's nothing. And then you see it become almost exactly what you we're seeing in your head yeah you're like wow like it's so possible to take these ideas that come from nothingness and and really fully put together a work of art i was like oh i'm addicted to this yeah like, i'm addicted i'm addicted to it like i still keep in touch with with like some of the models that we had in the first music video like they're all doing really good stuff they're getting cover cover covers of friggin' like Maybelline magazine sure they're on Netflix shows and stuff and it's like it's just fun because you know we met each other at a time where you know we're all just trying to get work and like make a career out of the things that we're passionate about and now like looking back a couple years later you know that their modeling careers are taking off my music is doing really well like and we're all maturing in a point where it's like damn this is this is fun to be a part of a a little known group of society of just like, I'm just hungry to be somebody, you know right. what I'm saying? And like, not that, not that without music, I'm not somebody because, you know, I have a, I have an amazing life. I'm very fortunate to have friends and family and influences that, you know, I could, I could be done today and no, I lived a life well lived type of situation. And I think that, uh, I'm super fortunate to be in a position where I can say that because not a lot of people, you know, have the opportunity to, chase things that they're passionate about or um dive into things that really really excite them uh and so i i never take for granted that i'm able to that i've created a life where i'm able to actually expand upon the things that i'm interested in um because not a lot of people actually have the opportunity to do that right but it's just fun man like it all comes down to like of course if i can make a career out of it sick fuck yeah money percent yeah but it, but if 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 it's only ever just fun and a passion, like I'm super happy with that too, because not a lot of people even even ever find that after they've got through like a, I'm this is what my life is gonna look like phase, and like okay, my life doesn't look like that, but 
it looks like this, and it's still great. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And uh, for everybody listening, this is the first time that Riss and I have ever talked. And so just learning all these things about you, uh, one thing that, I mean, you just touched on it. It's so cool, and I love that about you. You really share the excitement for other people. I can tell that when you talk oh, about, about other people, and that's a rare thing nowadays. I mean, there's a lot of jealousy in the world, and so I really appreciate that about you because there is nothing better than, you know, your small circle or whoever, like, succeeding. I think that's so cool right. and for you to share that with those people, and, and I know you're close with people that are absolutely killing it, and so that that's awesome to hear. Um, but I want to bring it back just a little bit. I want to know what goes in for you, the anatomy of writing a song. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> I'm, I'm super, um, one, one idea can spark everything for me. Okay. I think, um, a lot of people, what's weird, what's weird about writing music is that when you, when you are forcing something, it, it doesn't seem to come out the same way as when it's, it just naturally comes to you. For right? sure. And so like, I could sit down right now and be like, I want to write a song about X. And like, for some reason, I can't think of anything that is like a good story about whatever X is. And then I could be in line at in and out ordering. And then all of a sudden I'll like, Oh, I have, I have something. And it's like to be able to, reel it back in and like fully put together an idea over it. Um, it's, it's definitely not easy, but it's something that I feel like I'm naturally inclined to be able to do. Yeah. Like, um, whenever, like say we're in a studio, right. And like, we have, we have a rough idea of what we want something to be and then start spitballing on like how this is going to work, how this could possibly play out, what, what it could look like, what's the story going to be. Um, it's it's a super uh it's a super like intimate place to be at because like you know you're you're sharing your internal thoughts and ideas with other people who could potentially have zero thoughts of where yours were you know right. you could be on completely different pages but i think what's so beautiful about art is that everyone depicts it differently Mm -hmm. um and there is no right or wrong you know and so that's what that's what i think is so much fun is that you know we start with a blank canvas and we come up with an idea um and we figure out where the parts fit um but all in all we're just trying to tell a good story right i think with every you know if you think of like your favorite song right now what's your favorite song right now oh boy i mean that's tough um yeah, I'm a big, like, I got a million of them. But probably I would just roll with, like, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll just roll with one of yours. Like, Questions has been just pumping for me right now. Fuck yeah, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah. I do. But, like, even even with Questions, you know, it's, like, it's not just, like, a song. It's, like, a, it's like a little short story format. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you listen to the song, even without seeing the music video, you can, like, you can hear parts of it that like spark ideas. And so you're seeing it in your head. Right. Yeah. Like, so for me, it's super important to put together something that like that people not only can feel, but like can visualize, you yeah. know, I think every great, every great <clears throat> song evokes those emotions out of you. Right. And like gives you um, a sense of like, Oh, I could see myself in this position type mm-hmm. of situation. Or like I could see myself going through this interaction. Um, and I, I'm, I'm conscious of that. Uh, every time that I'm writing, like I want to put together something that like makes people feel like they're there experiencing it for the first time every time they hear it. Right. Um, and like, by no means am I a Grammy nominated writer or yet. Like, do I have yet, of course, or do I have like technical training and background of like, you know, writing a professional work of art, but I know what it's like to say something that gets emotions out of people or like be in a very, very, um, uh, what would you call it? Like, uh, an emotional situation where it's like, we're being vulnerable with each other and we're sharing like our deepest, our deepest, um, thoughts with each other. And I'm like, if you can keep that in mind while you're, while you're writing and being creative, um, you can really touch people when the music comes out. Cause that's what people are listening for, you know, like, the reason why Justin Bieber is so good at what he does, not only because like his, his voice is beautiful. Right. But 
But like when he's seeing stuff, like you feel yourself in that position, right? Right. Like you experience yourself falling in love with someone, or you know what it's like to have heartbreak, and like you see the song or you hear the song playing, but it's like dubbed over a, a track of your life type of situation. And so I think that's that's what makes that's what makes music so special is that you're able to come up with an idea that's just vague enough that people can see themselves in the situation, but also super acute to where like, oh, this is like a story that they're telling. Like, right. This is a this is a legit story from beginning to end. Uh, and so that's like that's part of my creative process is I just I just really want to be able to put together stuff that takes people on a journey um, for, for two to three minutes, you know, right. Because at the end of it, it's it's two to three minutes of your day. Um, but some some people resonate so well with music that it's like, man, that would be super cool if I could, you know, put together a collection of art that becomes like soundtracks for people's days. You know 100%. what I'm saying? Like if I don't hear this this day, like my day seems a little off, you know, like I have people that still message me and they're like, they're just about to go out to party or whatever. And Cole Spam's playing at the house. Mm -hmm. And this is like, dude, this shit is so tight to me. Just yeah. like, cause it, it came out of nothing. And now like I'm genuinely influencing someone's emotions. Like I'm they, like, of course they could leave the house and still have a bad time. But right. At least like right there in this <clears throat> moment, like they're like, Oh, the party's getting started. Like this shit feels good. Like we're yeah. singing the songs. Like we're sharing emotion with each other. Like that's the that's the coolest thing to me is just to to be able to have an opportunity to be a part of people's lives when I'm not even there. Right. You know. No, absolutely. Um, I think that is. I think that's fascinating, and that's what that's what I like so much about music is that like I can be in the car with you when you're going somewhere, and like I can help your mood be a little bit better or like yeah. you, you're working through emotions or something, something like that. But it's just tight to me to be a little part of that. You know, yeah. I, I would love to be a little part of that for everybody. Um, and I think I'm genuinely passionate about it. And that's, that's something that gives me, uh, <laughs> it gives me fire, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so from the first time I heard Colt Spam, uh, Joe Quainton sent it to me. He texted it to me one. Shout Joe out Joe Q. Q. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Joe Q. <laughs> um, and it was like, uh, it was just one of those songs where like as soon as it hit, I'd, I'd never heard of you. I'd never heard of any of your music. And that was the first song I ever heard. And then like from that second on, it was, it's been on the playlist. And that's how I felt was like questions. And I'm big like. I'm a big song skipper, right? Like, that's how I listen to music. Like, 30 seconds on to the next one. You know, I know everybody's right, different. Right, right. But for you, as it comes to these songs, is there songs that you've put out that you're like, this is some of my best and I want to emulate this? Or is it just like, because if you listen to your music, and I feel like if you listen to anybody's music, but let's just look at your, this is, today's about you. So if you look at your a collection, right? There's there's different vibes and feels to every song, right? right? And like it's funny that you touched on Roses from Outcast cuz those are kind of the vibes I get from like Questions and Cold Spam, right? Like it's fun, it's upbeat, right? And then like you go to Racks and it's it's a different vibe. And so um is there is it kind of like a headspace that helps you write them songs? Is it like how life is? Like what what tailors you to like, you know what I mean? Like pump out the vibes of those songs yeah definitely um what's 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 fun is i was once again um super fortunate to work with um taylor hill he's an amazing amazing producer he's probably the best musician i've ever met in my life like as far as he knows how to play every instrument can sing and hit every single note um could get behind the computer and tweak your audio and get your vocals right like the man's super talented. He's got a he's got a couple songs off of Bieber's last album. Like, you ridiculous. One of the most talented people I've ever been fortunate enough to be around. But um, it could be something as little as like a a, a bass loop, like a, a a couple of chords on a bass, and it's like, oh, that's a, that's a vibe that we're going for. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as as soon as phonically there is there is a vibe to whatever sound has been created it's like words just kind of come, you For know, sure. which is, which is, um, it's hard to even put into words like where creativity comes from because it legit comes from the ether. It comes from nothingness. Right. right. And it's just like, I don't know where, I don't know where thoughts and ideas come from. Of course, like my past experiences, um, and like the things that I 
do or have been a part of, they seep their way into lyrics, right? But the initial spark of the initial spark of like what this vibe is going to be has a hundred percent always set yeah. set by the by the record or or by the song. You know what I'm saying? Like one thing for me is I've always felt like um, music just like speaks to us in a, in a certain way. Like somehow I know what to say or like somehow I know what vibe this is supposed to be. Or like, there's just something within me that is like, okay, like this is, this track deserves this kind of vocals or this kind of emotion or this kind of storyline. And so legitimately, like I try to, I try to come in as clear minded as possible and not be like, I'm going to write a love song today. Or like, sure. I'm going to write a song that's going to be played in the club. Or like, I'm going to write a song that would go great over a Honda commercial. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that, that's never the case. While like, of course there's, there's people that create that way and like make wonderful works of art. Like, Oh, uh, we have, we need to do an intro for a kid's theme or for a commercial or for a movie or for whatever it is. Yeah. And like, they know what they're looking for to create that emotion. Right. It's like, it's like how you figure out what songs are going to be on at what part of the movie, you know, like how yeah. they're scoring it. Like they know what emotion needs to be brought forth at that point in time. For me, it's a little backwards. It's just like, oh, this is the emotion of the track. Let me put some words over it that really bring out what this song is speaking to. Sure. Um, but it's it's all like legitimately it's all magic to me. Like yeah. I, I legit feel like it's magic because it it comes out of nowhere. Uh, and so I, I'm super fortunate to have a creative mind to where like the ideas that I have end up being something special, Yeah, you know? And, and I think it's, I'm, I'm super blessed for it. Like one of the, one of the things I've always been worried about is like, you know, we, we played college sports. We played, we played rough house for as many years as possible. I've had more concussions that I can count. So I've always been worried about like, yo, the, like keeping my mind sharp Mm -hmm. uh, is something that I've always been conscious of because it's, it's my greatest asset. I truly think like my mind is my greatest asset. I've, I've been able to think things out um, and execute on them in a way that's brought me a lot of, you know, positive results. Yeah. Uh, And so I've always been like, you know, what can I do to keep my mind sharp and like make sure that, you know, I don't lose this asset that's gotten me so much, so, so, uh, so many places. Um, and so being, being, being lucky enough to stay healthy is something that I've always really thought about. Um, just because like, you know, any given day, everything could change. Right. For sure. Um, so I just kind of, I just kind of be thankful for the opportunity that I've been given in this like createful mind with a, with a clean and in a, in a emotional heart to where like, I'm, I'm not scared to dive into any, any aspects that I think could possibly influence people's lives in a good way. Like, let's see if we can make something creative out of it. Like, you know, you, you stated, and like, I'm well aware that I think I got like seven or eight songs out right now. And they, they all have pretty, pretty different vibes, you know, like pretty, you know, they all fit in different, different categories of situations. And, um, that's like one of my biggest accomplishments is cause like, if I just made eight songs and they all sounded exactly the same, like they could all be really eight, really good songs, but then I could not know like what I'm capable of. You know? Right. And so like having the opportunity to make tracks that are completely different from one another, um, gives me confidence to be like, yo, like I could potentially be really good at all seven of these things, mm-hmm. not just like I can rap, right? You know? Like well, we know I can rap, like yeah. <laughs> but like you want to, you want to be able to put together a work of art that works in multiple situations. You know, like a you can play it at Wild Water West or Carousel Skate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, so as we like, as I kind of like peel back a little bit more on you, like. Obviously, you've been passionate about music. You said you started really like making music for fun when you were ten. Who's some big inspiration on you? Like whether it's musically or, or I mean, obviously your brother for sure. I can tell that. Sure. Um, but for like, sure. is there anybody like I think we you know we all grew up with heroes. Uh, so I guess who would some of those people be? Whether you've met them or not. Yeah, yeah, for sure. First and foremost, obviously my brother and his wife. Like I got to give it up to Kenny and Seda. 
Um, because they showed me from a real young age, like, if you really want to do something like go do it, you know, like, yeah, they're, <clears throat> once they graduated from school in Cal, uh, in, in Kansas, they were like, or um, we're out of here, you know, right. we're, going, we're going to California. We're going to chase these music dreams. Like we're going to meet people. We're going to get connected. And he's like, it's actually super funny. So like they came out to California with no connections, no, nobody. And like within the first week of, being out here, they were like out at dinner with Brian and Nicki Minaj and Drake and Lil Wayne. Like this was before this was before Lil Wayne even signed Drake to um to their record so to the record label. So it's like my brother instilled in me the fact that like, yo, you can make these huge decisions and you may not know where they're gonna go, but like if you trust that there's an option to like if you believe that there's there's potentially an, an opportunity to make something happen, go for it. Um, and so from a real young age, I've known that like yo, like anything's possible if you go for it. Right. And so not even like obviously like music aside, they just like taught me to go, just go for it, whatever. Like if you fail, you fail, but like at least you know like it didn't work out. You know, right. I'd rather not. I'd rather know that something didn't work out than to have never to have never failed, you know, I'd rather know, you know? And so that's something just right off the bat that like has been instilled in me from a very young age to just go for it. Uh, But as far as like musically goes, I've, I've always been, (laughs) it's, it's funny. One of the first albums that I ever got and like owned on my own was, was, was 50 cents, like the massacre, like (laughs) hard ass album, get rich or die trying. I remember going to that in theaters and just like seeing the progression of 50 cents life. And it was like, he literally like a lot of musicians they come from nothing and they're able to build this life that they envision by putting together works of art um and so from from an earlier age i've been i've been very conscious of the fact that like we all have like certain abilities that we've been granted um but we still have to like work hard to make something of them you know like yeah i'm really good at I'm really good at just talking to people. Like I'm very comfortable with other human beings, but like I still got a C in speech class. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah. This shit doesn't make any sense. Like I could chop it up with anybody, but for some reason, like putting together a speech is still tough, you know? Yep. And so like, it's just like, it shows you that even if you're, you're naturally inclined to be good at something, you still have to put in work to get to a level of like, this is where I want to be. For sure. Um, and so it's it's been fun to just dive in and see what's possible um, and just like pick up little inspirations along the way from from different walks of life, from different um, artists, from different avenues. Um, but one one thing is like I'm 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 very aware that anything's possible. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people live their day to day lives like today's going to be the same as tomorrow as yeah. the next day as the next day. And I try to stay out of that mind frame because it's like you trick yourself into thinking that this is all it could be, you know, like mm-hmm. even if like, you know, I have friends that are, they're doing really well, you know, making millions and millions of dollars. They have the house of their dreams. They have this, that, and the third. Um, but that's not to say like, that's the end of the story, you know, like right. there's still more out there. Like there's still more available. And like, I, uh, I get caught up every now and then in knowing like, you know, I'm in a great position in my, in my life. Like, you know, I'm, I'm doing well, I'm living out in California, I make good money. Um, I get to be around people that, you know, not that I like, fantasize or idolize about, but like I'm around people that are like at the forefront of whatever avenue they're in. Like right. I, I get to be around people like that. And it's super inspirational because, you know, like there was a day where nobody knew who there was either, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody started somewhere. Um, and I think one of the, one of the things that really is like a driving factor to like, why, um, why I have such, such big goals for myself is because I've been around people that I've seen come from nothing. And like, they're doing things that nobody ever thought was possible. Right. Excuse me. Or like in places that not the average human being gets to go to. And I'm like, I'm very, very cognizant of like how lucky I am or how, how grateful, um, I am to be allowed in these situations. Um, I never take stuff like that for granted. Um, but it's just, it's just fun to 
to know that any given day, anything is possible. And I think that's kind of like how I, how I try to live my life. Of course, we still have like schedules that we have to adhere to and things sure. that need to be taken care of. But, um, I've, I've, what's funny is I feel like a lot of my inspiration comes from just people that I've been lucky enough to like interact with in my, in my day-to-day life, because I've, I've gotten to understand that everybody's just a human man. Like we're right. all just people. Like some people are very, very talented at what they do. Some people have put in a lot of work to, to get to that point. Some people have fallen into great situations to where they like, they blow up immediately. Um, <clears throat> but not to say that they didn't put time into craft, whatever skill it was that that's, that's put them in the right. forefront. Right. Right. Um, but like as far as as far as inspiration goes, man, I truly draw some inspiration from all over the place, like people constantly, and I think that's kind of like a key to like staying energized and like staying staying on your toes because like any given day somebody could create something that could change their life, right? Or like your life or my life or like like the world is a wondrous place. And I think that we, we, uh, we often get caught in the like monotonous cycle for like, sure. A lot of people, and, and we forget that like anything is possible any day. Um, and so I try to, I honestly try not to like idolize people, but like be in constant awe of the work that they've been able to accomplish. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like yeah. I think that's a better way to put it because you know, like, they're, they are just people, but they've put together things that are amazing. You right. Know what I'm saying, um, but they go home and sit on the couch, just like, just like you and I do, you know, it's just like the dedicated time that they put towards those things is, is special because they've, they've crafted that over years and years of hard work. Right. I think that, I mean, I hope that that's something that people take away and I've said it before is, and I really think that that's just like when you kind of unlock yourself uh, from that, you know, that repetition or the monotonous chain is when you realize that people are just people. Right. And I think like mm-hmm. growing up, I mean, obviously you were in athletics as well. Like, I mean, you, I, I'm, you probably idolized athletes as well. Like I did. Oh, and then you went to school and you, some of your friends played in the NFL and then it's like not mm-hmm. that big of a deal. Right. And then as you grow up and you get to meet those people, I think that's what separates people from being able to like kind of create their life or not is when you really unlock that and you're like, okay, it's just hard work, right? It's like you, you can create whatever life you want. And I, I, I've said it before where like, you know, there's there's sometimes that I envy like people back home that just live those super simple lives because they're so happy just being extremely simple and whatever. But mm-hmm. like it, it, whatever you want from life, I guess, is what I'm trying to say is you can, you can create that and you 100%. can you can make that for so, yourself. Super funny. So like back back with like the idolizing people, I've always I've always um, been a super big fan of the top of the top you know like it's it's crazy to get to the top of the top yeah and i got a I got a good friend out here who um he's a basketball coach at sierra canyon high school and so he coaches lebron james son yeah sick as hell and a couple of months last basketball season he was able to actually get us some tickets uh tickets to go to the high school game and i was like oh shit like the lakers don't play to off day and their next game is in town. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like LeBron's probably going to be at the game. Yeah. And so we get to the game or whatever, and um, we're sitting there and just like you know they're starting to do warm ups, and like all of a sudden, fucking LeBron walks in, and like I kid you not, he's he's sitting like four rows down in front of me on the court, and just like he's ten feet away, mm-hmm. and I'm just looking at the back of his head, like, "Yo, this is LeBron James," like. Like everyone in the world knows who that is. Everyone in the world knows who this is. And he's right there. And it's like, obviously he's just a human being. Like he's just another person like I, but the amount of like the work of art that he's put together in his lifetime, it's astonishing. And like to be around somebody like that, it's like a different type of energy. It's like a, like, I know, you know, that you're the shit. Like, Mm -hmm. you know that, you know, that everyone in here is looking at you because of who you are and the things that you've done in this lifetime and the things that you continue to do. Right. 
Um, and that, that was like the first time in my life I've ever been starstruck. Like ever once I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, like I couldn't tell you, well, I, I know that, um, Sierra Cannon didn't win the game. Like I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you a single player on the team's name besides LeBron's son. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's like my attention was so clouded by the fact that like, holy shit, LeBron James is right there. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and what, that's one thing that's so amazing about, about being out here is that you run into, you run into people that have put together such great collections of work um that it's it's made them who they are today for sure then you're able to just like sit and chat and like be a human with them and you're like oh shit this like anybody can do this like granted not anybody can be six eight and the greatest basketball player of all time right correct but like anybody can dedicate their time towards a craft that makes them really good and like ends up being fruitful in their labors like anybody can do that um and it's just it's super inspirational to to be able to have the opportunity to run into people like that and For see sure. that you know like I'm I'm doing well but I'm not anywhere near like the the dreams that I really see possible for myself you know right. and I think keeping keeping that in in front of mind like knowing like hey I have a lot of work to put in but still being super gracious and grateful for all the opportunities that I've been able to be a part of to date um, I think that that's like where a lot of my fuel comes from and just knowing that like, you know, anything is possible any given day. Like I just, I just have to put the work in like same right. for you, you know, for a fact, like your podcast can be great and like you can talk to amazing people, but like, it would have been nothing without the initial idea and like the work that you put in to, to put it together. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, and, and now you're at a point where you're doing, you're doing amazing, man. And this shit is, this is just awesome. Like gotten a bunch of great Appreciate people that. on and like had a bunch of great conversations and like it all sparked with an idea of thinking like hey i just want to i just want to meet people who people who have never seen and like share their life stories yeah uh, and that's and that's like this it, it seems just like a super simple idea but it's still a lot of work to put together um and not a lot of people have the the dedication to to have the idea and then execute the work uh, and so more than anything, I just, I just want to be remembered as somebody who like had the ideas and executed the work. Like, right. you know, like I'm, I, of course I believe I'm special, but I don't, I don't think I'm any better than anybody else. You Correct. know, like, right. I think we should all look at life that way because we're all, we're all different. Like we all have amazing gifts to offer the world, but like you have to dive in and put hard work towards your gifts so that you can share it with other people, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just I just feel super fortunate that like I've I've found lanes that I'm passionate in and I've been able to share my passions with other people and they've been received well. Like mm-hmm. I think that's all that's all we can wish for um, in this life for real. For sure. No, I'm with, I, one of the great pieces of advice that's always kind of carried me through is uh, somebody told me once in a group of ten people you're always number three. So you always have those those spots to climb and like it gives you I just like a, a saying that somebody told me and it's just always giving me perspective of like, you know, if you look at the bottom of the barrel, there's people that are just content and then you can see the top and you know you have work to do and then you see right behind you and know people are coming for you, you know, and I think that's just one of those quotes that has always driven me and help me and I mean especially in this and like like you said earlier where like if somebody just listens to this and all I get out of this is just recording and meeting new people that's awesome whatever comes of this podcast is 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 great and I'll I'll take every bit of it but I'm not doing it for any particular reason other than just hopefully helping somebody else you know opening somebody else's mind to being able to take a leap take a jump and just go after a simple I mean doesn't even have to be simple but just a dream in general you know Right. Like me and my buddy, actually, I was just I was just talking to my friend um, literally before this. And I was like, you know, this is one of the first summers that uh, all the boys aren't together. Like mm-hmm. usually we're usually close and we're sur- we're surfing and we're boating and we're doing all of the all of the fun stuff all summer long. Right. Um, and I was just telling them, like, yeah, I miss you guys. Like, I'm a little jealous that you guys are all together and I'm not there. Um, but I also know that like the sacrifice and the big jump that I made to come out here, um, right. and chase these, chase these goals, like they're going to pay off and be super fruitful for the fact that I sacrificed not, you know, getting to hang out every day this summer. For um, sure. Cause you know, I'm, I'm at a position where I'm, 
head and shoulders above where I was last year at this time. And uh, it makes you it makes you think like, wow, what's really possible in 12 months? Like, right. what can I really do in 365 days? Like if I if I work as much time as as I can, you know, like obviously we all need breaks and we all need to enjoy ourselves and do things that fulfill our happiness at the same time while we're chasing these things that we are enamored by. But we, you have to be conscious of the fact that like if I'm just constantly like enjoying myself, I may not reach the full potential of what's possible. Right. Um, I'm big on, I'm big on like getting, getting better at things. Like I, I have, a I have a mind where like, once I get, once I get really good at something, like I want to, uh, acquire another skill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to, I want to, if, if I'm on my deathbed one day, all I want to do is look back and say like, yo, I tried everything that I, that I ever wanted to try. Yep. You know, like I, I, I tried it, even if I sucked at it and I found out that it wasn't good for me, like, or I didn't have the wherewithal to, to put it together. At least I tried it, you know, yeah. at least I, and I think a lot of people get stuck with like, they're making enough money to live a sustainable life and they're like comfortable in what they're doing and they forget to just like keep trying new things, yep. you know? Um, which like, if I ever stop trying new things, I'll be like super disappointed in myself because you, you don't know what you like until you, until you've tried it. Right. You don't know what you don't like until you've done it, you know? Yep. So, uh, of course, like that doesn't by any means go try crack. No, that's, <laughs> that's, not, that's not what that means, but it's like, you should, you should always be, um, living with like a curious mind for sure know? like uh, i want to i just want to see what all this world has to offer you know like i want to i want to experience every possible um outcome yep. you know like just just because like we only get to do this shit once that we know of for right? sure you know? so it's like why not why not bro like that that's a big just just why not that's like a big motivating factor for me like if I suck at it, cool. If I'm not good, whatever. But like, right. I could super enjoy it. Like I used to think golf was dumb as fuck. Now I you love, love it. Golf. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm terrible, but I love that shit. You yeah. know, I used to <clears throat> just anything and everything, you know, you're like, oh, what the fuck is handball? Like, right. I don't know what handball is. And then all of a sudden you're cheering on Team USA in the Olympics for yeah. fucking handball. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like random stuff. You never know what you could be, uh, super attracted to or, or gravitate to until you try new things. Uh, and like, I, I'm, I'm super passionate about just like putting myself out there for the opportunity to potentially have something that I like to do. Absolutely. You know? oh, I love that, man. That's, it's a great message. And that's what I, you know, those are the stories and the things that I hope to share with the world. And as we wind down here, I do have a couple questions for you. So number of one, course. Uh, if you could cut a track or, I mean, yeah, let's just leave it there. If you could cut a track with anybody, right? I mean, dead, alive, whatever. Who is it? Oh gosh. Anybody dead or alive? Yeah. Um, I think, I think it would be absolutely insane to get Michael Jackson on a melody. Sure. That would be, that would be so much fun. Um, as far as like living opportunity, like I know for sure, for 100% sure, like, if I cut a track with Drake, yeah, it would change my life forever. You know For what sure. Saying? Like I know people who have gotten collaborations. Uh, actually, a buddy of mine is fucking crazy. A buddy of mine ended up. Uh, his name is DJ Tony Tone. Okay, look him up. He's great. He's Polo G's artist or Polo G's DJ. Travels everywhere with him. All of the above. But uh, he literally sent uh, sent me a video last night that uh, they're up in Toronto. Okay, and Drake had a Drake had a party at his house and like uh, turned the basketball court into a nightclub. And I'm just like, damn! Like one 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 situation led right. Tony to that. You know, like Tony was um, a concert promoter, DJ, doing all of that stuff in Sioux Falls, and they got Polo G. I think it's about four years ago when when pop out came out and it was really like you know yeah. hitting um they got polo to come do a show he started djing um polo was like hey you want to do some shows with me and he's been his dj ever since that's awesome and like now look now looking at where they're at they're at right they've, they've traveled the world they've done every big name show like you think it they they've been there they've done it 
and now they're at Drake's house right. partying. And yeah. so I'm like, I'm very, very aware that like one moment can change your life for the for the good or the bad for sure. Given time, and so just being like super dedicated to the point where like I want to make sure that like if you know if Drake sent me a message to Instagram right now on IG like I've got some bars for him. (laughs) I'm ready. Like okay, you're good. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for that opportunity. You know, like I'm constantly like aware that. Any given day, someone say, "Hey, show me your best shit." Like I'm trying to put something together. Right. Like I want to make sure that my best shit is ready to go. Yep. Uh, and so, like, I think, I think, looking at it, if you're an artist, like, you should always have, like, your best shit should be ready to go right now. Yeah. Like, regardless, because like, if Dr. Dre walked in the door right now and was like, "Play me something," like, I want to be able to. I don't want to miss that opportunity for sure. You know. And so, like, I think, I think that's that's something that I've always got on my mind too. Is just like creating something that like is is good to go and ready and like right away like i want to be at that point absolutely like, be that be that ready and so like i know that was a little off topic of no what i who would i dream to yeah. work with but like that that's the level of dedication that i put towards like i want to be ready to work with whoever right potentially could walk through the door dream wise of course like there's a couple of there's a couple of collaborations that would change your life for, right forever you know um and so yeah did definitely but 100 percent drake like you get a song with drake right now it changes your life for sure the young blue young blue was amazing you know that they say time heals you can't see your light without me or not mine still yeah that that song amazing he got drake to get on it his life is forever changed right like forever bro and so like being being ready for that opportunity when it does come that's that's my biggest that's my biggest goal whoever it may be man for if sure. Shakira wants to do a song with CP come on yeah. shake them hips I know she's going to prison for a little bit but <laughs> oh shit really yeah I just saw a thing on like Barstool she hasn't paid like Italian taxes or something in like eight years or something oh so, yeah well alright oh, yeah. so so that one put that one on hold we can do a song about that yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> So what's next? What's next for Riss? Uh, is there anything coming out soon? Are we? Are you touring at all? Are you? You know? Yeah, definitely. So um, we actually were just we were actually just um, talking about this on the phone a little bit ago with my brother. So I've got I've got a bunch of music that I've been working on and just kind of trying to game plan the best way to release it and like really gain the traction again because obviously it's been it's been about a year since i've released any any music i I put some stuff out on tiktok and on soundcloud or um like instagram just as like teasers and whatnot yeah but i'm I'm really at the point where i don't want it to go out on, on until it's like a completed masterpiece you know like right and i know that's that might sound like a lot to like perfect it but i want to get to a point where i'm I'm constantly putting out something that's better than the last one. Um, and so I've got, you know, 10, 20, 30 songs that are like full fleshed ideas ready to go that just need professional help, so right. to speak, you know, and that shit's expensive. Like, we're, let's not let's not beat around the bush. Like, it's expensive to have the the top line, like how I how I mentioned Taylor Hill. Like, yeah, he's not cheap, you know, like right. we, we're super lucky to have that friendship connection where I could just barely afford him you right you know yeah but it's it's at a point where you have to realize like how's the best dollar spent right you know because when you're independent and you're doing it all on your own um you can't you can't waste money like, like that's something that um that's something that i'm super conscious of like you know last year i i probably spent like twenty twenty five thousand dollars just trying to figure out the best way to do things and like yeah. the best and like now i have the knowledge of knowing like probably wasn't the best way to do it <laughs> but, but you know like this is the music game is all pay to play and like anybody that tells you anything different they're just lying to you or somebody paid for them to play and they didn't know about it right um and so like i i've just been working my ass off stacking as much as much money as possible so that like when i go like that that money's never an option you know like it right. doesn't have to be like how much does this cost it's just like let's get this done and put this out because this is the project that i'm passionate about right um and so that's literally what i've been focusing on is like getting getting the bread right so that once all of the songs do start coming out like we're we're marketing them and we're utilizing like 
all of the visual aid that we get, like we want to be able to really, really run with it. I don't want, I don't want it to ever go down ever again. You know what I'm saying? And so right now I've just been super focused on like keeping that creative energy around me, um, coming up with really solid ideas and, and, and flushing out, uh, the things that probably wouldn't work anyway. Uh, and just staying consistently focused on the goal of like, I know what, I know what I'm capable of. Like I, like every single time I'm on the phone with, with my brother, my manager, I'm like, yo, it's go time. Like we know, we know the steps to take. And so like, check this. Um, my brother managed an artist, uh, Cafe Anderson. He's amazing. Like go look him up. I'm sure you would love his shit. He, he does uh country music as well, but um, he had a song last year that went super viral online everywhere. Uh, it's called Mr. Red, White, and Blue. Um, and 100% independent. He he's he's made hundreds of thousands of dollars off of this one song sure. because it went it went viral at the right time and like he was ready to capitalize on that. And um, that's that's just something that's like another motivational f- thing. That's like if you capitalize on your moment. Like you can change your life forever, but you have to be ready for that moment. Like yep. You have to be ready. And so like getting all of the pieces in order to make sure that that happens, that's, that's been my focus over the past year or so. So like moving out to California, um, I took a job working, um, I, I run operations for hibernation enterprise. So we produce merchandise for a bunch of different influencers. Um, cool. And, uh, we actually did Gary V's like V friends. Like, oh, we nice. Do all, we do, we do hat, his hats and stuff. Um, but so I was just like, I'm going to come out to L.A. I'm going to work my ass off for a year, make as much money and as many um, connections as I possibly can. And I know that by this time next year, like it's going to be go time. Like right. I'm I'm full force, like 2023 January. Like we have a plan put in place to really capitalize on all of this momentum. Yeah. Um, and, and we're never going to have to look back for sure. And so, like, that's been the goal is just, like, using all of 2022 to really put all of my plans in order, get out to California, meet these connections, and, like, utilize what they have to offer, and, and then we're just going to run with it. And so, um, best believe, there's a lot of there's a lot of risks on the way. Um, it's just, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure all my ducks are in order. It's funny, I've never used that before, but I, no, today's <laughs> I day. just always wanted to make sure that, like, I'm ready to go when the time comes and yep. like we're, we're, we're damn near there. So that's, that's like something that I'm super thankful for. Um, and it's been like a learning phase, of course, like anything else is like any new career, it takes a while to really learn how to do it. And so you put that on top of moving into a new city, of course, you're going to have like your growing pains, but it's been absolutely astonishing. Like what we've accomplished over the last couple of years, just like, you know, coming all out of pocket for everything that we've done. Um, and so really having money to put behind my dream is, is going right. to, it's, it's going to exponentially accelerate the, the amount of praise that we get in, in my eyes. Every, sure. Everything is praise to me. Like you calling and asking me to be on the intro was praise. Like, Oh shit, people love this. Like yeah. people care about the, the artwork that I've put together. Like that's, that's amazing to me. So just being able to capitalize on what little traction we have right now uh, and then just blow it out of the water um, month over month Mm -hmm. um, and then just see what happens, bro. For sure. Just see what happens. So uh, where can everybody listen? Are you on everything? I just, yeah, I'm on everything, man. Okay. Title, SoundCloud, Apple music, um, Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, everything. Everything is risk Parker. W R I S S. P-A-R-K-E-R, um, TikTok, any of the buzz. I, I'm not a big TikToker. I know I need to get into it because I, I have the personality of like, I know mo- most people when they say like, I'm funny, like they're probably not that funny. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely a funny ass dude, uh, but I'm just not like a record myself to post it funny. Right. Know? I'm more of like, a, I'll make motherfuckers laugh while we're around each other um, just because I say and do wild shit, but anything and everything man if you guys have an opportunity you know a couple minutes here and there like go play some songs and if you really vibe with it shoot me some messages um my instagram is risk parker as well w-r-i-s-s-p-a-r-k-e-r shoot it out to me man i love talking to anybody and everybody man if you if you hear me on on this uh podcast and anything resonated 
like for for sure reach out to me because I'm I'm one of those people that's I'm going to respond until I legitimately have too many re- messages to respond to. Yeah. Um cuz that's the whole reason I'm doing this is just to meet people and resonate um and share situations and stories um and build this community of like like-minded individuals like you and myself. For sure. Um that's what it's all about to me. So for sure reach out at any time, share the music, play the streams, get my numbers jumping. Yeah. Tag me, send send Drake messages, yeah. let him know that I'm at ready. Drake on everything. At Drake, <laughs> at Drake on everything that I've done, you know what I'm saying? And we can really we can really change the world just like song by song, man. That's Absolutely. how I feel. Well, I appreciate you so much, brother. Your time is your greatest asset, and you take an hour out of your life to hang out with me. That that means the world. Uh, you letting us use the theme song means the world. Uh, it's it it just sets the vibe, and uh, it just you know, puts a smile on my face every time I, I hear oh, them yeah, bars drop. And I'm super I'm super thankful um, that, like I said, that we got to sit down and chat it up. I'm sure we're, you and I are going to keep in touch. For I really sure. like you, man. You're, you're a cool-ass dude. and just Appreciate that. I'm super Likewise. thankful for the opportunity to be on on the on the podcast and share some of my, my ideas and thought processes. Um, hopefully, if there's anybody that resonates well with this, you know, they'll reach out to you and I uh, and, and share their story as well because I feel like that's what it's really all about is just, like, creating a community of like-minded individuals, like I said. Uh, and then just running with it. So it'd be a blast. It'd be a blast to talk to as many people as possible. For sure. Well, thank you so much, Riss. Again, appreciate you, brother. Uh, thank you to everybody who listened. Wherever you may be, uh, like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, subscribe again, all that fun stuff. All right, be good, everybody.